Picture this, a nourishing breakfast spread, music welcoming you to a breathtaking space, a seat with a curated gift just for you, a full day of immersive, interactive, and truly transformational sessions, a room filled with women ready to step into their fullest potential, women ready for unmatched personal growth soul-giving conversations, vulnerable and heartfelt moments experienced together, moments of tears, of breakthroughs, of wonder and of release, laughter, hugs, and permission to step fully into your most authentic, honest, and powerful version of you. The one that's already in there that's just yearning to come out. Join us and buy your ticket for March 23rd, 2024 for Bloom, a life-changing event happening in Kitchener-Waterloo. Visit thebloomevent.com to learn more about this day or to say yes to yourself and purchase a ticket to join us. I hope to see you there. This show is brought to you by Female Alliance Media, by women for women. Welcome to the Balance and Bliss podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Mondu, a three-time published author, speaker, and a lifestyle transformation coach who believes everyone should be given the gift of knowing how to live their lives feeling healthy and empowered. Things like moving your body regularly and fueling it well, taking care of your mind, setting boundaries, practicing self and body acceptance, personal growth, manifestation, and everything in between. Wellness is not linear, and it's not just one thing. It expands into so many areas, and on this show, we're going to talk about just that. We're all striving to live a little more healthy and a little more well, but what does that even mean? My goal is to help you see that you can move from the mundane to the magic when it comes to living aligned and fulfilled, and by tuning in each week, you can be assured you'll leave with nuggets of wisdom that you can implement into your day-to-day, like right now, to help you maximize your health, wellness, and your life. Now let's dive in. Have you lived a lot of your life moving in and out of diet programs? Maybe you've been successful with something before, but then life happens and you're knocked back feeling like you're back where you started. Do you know how to spot your hunger cues, to listen for how your body wants to move, to nourish it well, to master your mindset? Do you crave feeling fully connected to your body? Have you ever felt fully and completely connected to your body? The Holistic Body Connection 8-week program guides you to cultivate true connection with your body through weekly lessons and conversations about what our bodies really need to not just survive, but to thrive. Discussing things like eating habits, meal planning, and mindset, we will transform your habits and your connection with your body from the inside out. Imagine going out for dinner and not worrying about what you are wearing or what you're ordering because you feel grounded, confident, and connected. To learn more about this program and pricing, visit balancebliss.blog slash bodyconnection. And remember, you're worth it. Hello, happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode. You know, it's so funny. Honestly, I feel like I start every episode saying the same thing, 
but I guess I'm grateful that you're here and I'm so glad that you keep coming back every week. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I'm going to have to play this back and listen to it, but I have been battling a cold for the last week. Uh, actually, when it first came on, I it started as a fever and I was like, oh my gosh, here we go. Mike had just finished having COVID a couple weeks prior and so I was worried that, uh, that I was up next. And of course, it's a little bit harder for me when I have COVID um, or if I were to get COVID rather because I am actively nursing right now. So it's not like I can, you know, have somebody else do that for me, though, of course, I can pump and all those sorts of things. But I feel like with all the bugs floating around and that sort of thing, I really want to make sure that I'm able to like be consistently nursing Eloise to keep her immune system up. So anyway, had the fever and I thought, oh, no, here we go. Slept out the fever the rest of that night. And in the morning, I got up, took a rapid test, and it turned out that it was not COVID. So I did test negative. But that day, I was down and out with a fever. Mike actually ended up staying home from work so that I could sleep and recover. And I basically hung out with the baby to nurse her and that was it. And then I was sleeping the rest of the time and I've kind of been on the mend since then. But it's crazy. I mean, hopefully by the time you're listening to this episode, things have settled down a little bit and people are starting to feel better and the bugs that are floating around are chilling out. But I know that there are so many people that are either sick right now, who are just getting over being sick or are starting to not feel well. And I mean, this has always kind of been the case as we get into the fall and to the winter season. I know when the temperature fluctuates a whole ton, it makes it easier for you to get sick. And then we add in things like having been masked for so long and we're coming back indoors again. And really our immune systems haven't been exposed to the same kind of bugs and haven't had the same type of exposure that we would have had um, years ago. And so our kids are getting sick. They're getting sicker. We're getting sick. These bugs are like holding on for dear life. I mean, COVID aside, right? We've got influenza that's going around and it really is just cold and flu season. So anyway, that's a long winded way of saying, hopefully I don't sound too sick. And hopefully you're feeling well. Either if you have been sick, I hope that you're getting better and that it didn't disrupt things too much for you. And if you haven't been sick, then make sure that you are doing the things that you can do to boost your immune system. Some of the things that I do regularly to try and keep my immune system boosted, obviously staying hydrated is really, really important. Things like having a high amount of antioxidants in your diet. So things like berries, um, you can kind of Google other sources of antioxidants if you want to get a full list. Things like turmeric and lemon, and then keeping stocked up on veggies and fruits. Um, I know that around this time of year, I try to up the amount of juices that I'm drinking as well like uh, fresh pressed juices. So when I was sick last week, I did an order from Good Vibes. I got their sick day shot, which has like ginger, cayenne pepper in it. And to kind of keep that immune system boosted, or you take it as well, or you can take it rather when you're sick. But also I like to get their fresh fresh. I could never say that. I always stumble, try and say that 10 times, fresh pressed juice. Uh, I try and get those as well uh, in my system and have them in the fridge and all those sorts of things. Actually, as I'm saying that, I meant to go there today and I never got there. So anyway, note to myself, 
go to good vibes. Anyway, I hope you're feeling well and doing all those things that are going to help to boost your immune system. Oh, the other thing is sleep. I find that it makes such a difference for me if I'm sleeping versus if I'm not sleeping. So make sure that you're getting enough sleep um, and make sure that you're getting fresh air and all the things that are good for your for your health and wellness. But specifically in this uh, in this rampant cold and flu season, make sure that you're that you're taking care of yourself. Speaking of taking care of yourself today, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about increasing your own self esteem. You know, when I thought about I wanted to have a just a quick little conversation about how you can increase your self esteem, how you can start to feel a little bit better about yourself. I feel like we all want to do that. We all have this desire to be confident in our own skin, to feel well, to be happy. And I think that when you're speaking kindly to yourself, then of course that that has an impact on how you show up. But if you're not feeling particularly confident right now, or if I were to say to you, okay, think about on a scale from one to 10. If you were to think about rating your self-esteem, this is, you know, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about not only the physical on the outside, but also how you feel about your abilities. So thinking about the actual definition of what self-esteem is, self-esteem and confidence are quite closely tied together. So self-esteem is a confidence in one's own worth or abilities. It encompasses your beliefs about yourself as well as your emotional states, um, such as triumph, so feeling successful, despair, uh, pride, and shame. So if you're thinking, I want to feel a bit more successful in my day-to-day, I want to be happier, focusing on your self-esteem might be a great place to start. And so what I want to share with you is just a couple tips about like how you can go about increasing your self-esteem. Because the reality is, is that any sort of change that you want to make, like that is not going to happen overnight. You have to make a decision about it. You have to put forth some dedicated time and effort, and you have to be consistent in your approach in changing the types of behavior that you have to a more desired type of behavior. Um, I talk a lot in my in my talks and when I speak um, and on this show before about the subconscious mind and your unconscious mind. Those are the thoughts that we have often. They are the thoughts that we have regularly and they are also our default thoughts. So when you're thinking about wanting to shift that internal thinking, you really have to get down deep into that subconscious and really change those automatic default thoughts that uh, that you're having. And so in order to do that, the easiest way or the best way to do that is through repetition. So maybe you have a regular journaling practice, maybe you don't, and you don't necessarily have to journal about this in particular. Maybe you like listening to podcasts like the Balance and Bliss podcast, <laughs> or maybe there's other podcasts that you really enjoy, or maybe there's meditation apps that you have subscribed to or that you use. There's a lot of different ways that you can start to shift that internal dialogue, that you can start to improve uh, your self-esteem. So depending on what feels like it resonates with you, uh, you can kind of do that. But just a few tips. The first thing is like recognizing what we're good at. So for some reason, we always default to the negative. And you know, I know that there's research out there that talks about the fact that often we default to the negative 
negative because we want to protect ourselves, or perhaps we default to the negative because we've been externally conditioned for so long. And so as a result of that, we think those things automatically on our own. But whatever it is, we oftentimes will will default to that negative type of perspective. But when you can start to think about like, what am I good at, right? Like every single one of us is good at something. Maybe you're good at cooking. Maybe you're good at communication. Maybe you're good at doing winged eyeliner. Like, I don't know what it is, but everybody is good at something. Not everybody is good at everything, but uniquely, everybody is good at something. So figure out what you are good at and focus on those things and do those things so that you can start to build yourself up. Maybe you're really good at singing and maybe you're not a famous singer, but you like to sing. So sing more while you're in the car, sing while you're at home. Maybe you're good. Maybe you're just like a good person. You know, it kind of seems a bit um, vain or like embellishing on yourself to say, oh, I'm, I'm a really good person. I'm a very good friend. You know, it's possible to be good at those things. And I would imagine that you likely are really good at those things. But when have you ever said to yourself, you know, I am, I am good at this or at these things. And that kind of ties a little bit into like using positive affirmations about yourself. You know, I am, you know, I'm thinking of that movie, The Color Purple, where the nanny helped the girl every day, she would say, you know, I am smart. I am kind. I am important. All of those statements really helped to increase that little girl's self-esteem. And so obviously, as a result of that, she would show up differently in her day to day. The other thing that I want to challenge you to, and I know myself included, a lot of us are really we really struggle in this department and that is learning to accept compliments. So if somebody compliments on my hair, for example, I always find that my default is like, oh yeah, I actually did something with it today. Or, you know, I have some sort of comment or some sort of justification. Or, you know, I have a friend uh, and she always jokes that every time people compliment on her hair, it's on a day that she actually washed it. So she'll say like, oh, I actually washed my hair today. Um, But what if when somebody gave you a compliment, you didn't have a comeback, you didn't have a justification, but instead you just said, thank you. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Okay. So before we continue with the episode today, I want to ask you if you're feeling really connected with the habits that you know make you feel better and healthier. Are you spending more time than you'd like to throughout the day with thoughts popping into your head about what you wish you could be doing or what you wish you were doing? Are you wishing you had more motivation? Are you feeling out of balance or out of routine? Do you often think about the cycle of dieting that you find yourself on? If you're finding yourself nodding along, it's frustrating and it's annoying because you just can't seem to do the things that you know help you. Or you're spiraling because you don't know what works for you anymore and you've tried everything or you just aren't taking any action. And when you aren't taking any action, nothing changes. So what needs to happen for you to finally decide that now is the time to make a change? I'll tell you right now, you don't need to join another gym and you don't need to start another diet. You need to explore the deeper habits and the mindsets that are going to keep you consistent long term, period. 
That's why I created the Holistic Body Connection to give you a roadmap. And together we break down your old foundations and thoughts and patterns and build new ones, ones that actually work and more importantly are sustainable. It's time to stop sitting on the sidelines of your life, wishing that things were different and looking for it in all the wrong places. So click the link in the show notes to see why it's the next right thing for you to create this connected routine that you crave and complete the form to directly connect with me about it. I'll see you there. And you gave a moment for that comment to actually just sit and land right? Just take the moment when somebody gives you a compliment to say thank you and to sit with it and let it absorb. Because the reality is, is that person, maybe they're just saying it to be nice, but I'm going to go ahead and assume and bet that that person is giving you a compliment because they actually believe that about you. But again, we're so close or we're so quick rather for that internal criticism, for that negative self-talk that we don't allow the compliment to, to even be said or shared or we dismiss it or we don't give it a time uh, to sit and to land. Are you somebody who automatically says yes to everything? And maybe you automatically say yes to everything because you want people to like you or you don't want to let anybody down. And then all of a sudden you find that your schedule is rammed and you feel like you've had no time for yourself and you're running all over the place. Or maybe you're feeling like you do all these things for people and these people really don't appreciate you. Or people are always asking you to do something because they know that you're going to be the person that's going to do it for them. I'm not telling you to go out and just say no to everybody all the time. But instead of no being your automatic default, Take a second to think about if it's something that you really want to do. Is this something that you want to allow the space for? And then you can answer whether it's yes, or maybe the answer that you want to share is no. And you might be thinking, how is that going to help to support my self-esteem? But when you think about somebody who's confident, or somebody who has high self-esteem, they are somebody that is okay with putting themselves first, right? They're okay with putting themselves first because they have belief in their own worth. And if I believe in my own worth, then that means that I believe in doing things that make me happy and feel fulfilled, right? Putting myself in places and positions where I feel good about myself. Self-esteem is so important because When it all boils down to it, it's a difference between worthiness or unworthiness, right? And feeling unworthy heavily influences the choices that you're making every single day in your life. We have to make hundreds of choices in a day, right? They're big choices or they are small choices, but we have to make choices every day. And if those choices are coming from a place of worth and value, then we're going to be making chances that are going to, or choices, pardon me, that are going to be much more likely to enhance our existence rather um, as opposed to diminishing our existence, right? That is going to make our existence feel fulfilling versus quite frankly, feeling exhausting, right? Because if you're running yourself into the ground, you're not saying no, then you're not giving yourself time to rest. And you're not really, really putting this importance on, I'm worthy of being rested, right? I don't have to worry that 
my friend is not going to like me if I say no to helping them with this thing or to doing this thing. Or if I say no to this work, am I ever going to get work again, right? Maybe this is the only work that I'm going to have. So just think on that. The other thing that I want to say is give yourself challenges. So if you want to increase your self-esteem, if you want to increase your belief in your abilities to do something, then you have to give yourself the opportunity to challenge yourself, right? To give yourself the opportunity to actually do something that you don't think you can do. Going back to that recognizing what you're good at, right? Maybe there's something that you want to do that you don't think you're good at. Or maybe it's something that you've tried before that has been challenging or you know is going to be challenging. But do it anyway, because then you get to learn more about your abilities. You get to learn more about what you're capable of. You start to build that trust with yourself that, hey, I can do this. And if I can't do this, that's totally okay, right? That's how you learn about what you're good at. And you may end up being good at something that you never realized that you were good at before because you never gave yourself the chance to do that because you were consistently saying, I can't do this. I'm not worthy of trying. The last thing that I wanted to say about increasing your self-esteem or something that you can do when you're done listening to this episode, or again, if journaling is is a part of your regular practice, is actually making a list of the things that you like about yourself or maybe the things that you love about yourself. It's really easy for us to do this for our friends, right? Or or our partners or our children. You know, what do we love about our partners? What do we love about our friends? What do we love about our kids? But what about what we love about ourselves? If you're trying to get to a place where you want your self-esteem to be higher, what do you love about yourself? Create a list where you can refer to if you need to about the things that make you who you are, that are great things about who you are, and look at that list often. I've even heard people say, you know, record yourself listing off these things. Record yourself stating them as fact. Look at yourself in the mirror and say these things to yourself in the mirror. Going back to that subconscious mind, if you want to reaffirm these beliefs and create new beliefs about your abilities and your worth and your worthiness and your capacity and your capabilities, say it to yourself in the mirror. What do you love about yourself? What do you like about yourself? One of the things that I'm noticing in my regular gratitude practice that I'm trying to do, and I don't have like a formal gratitude practice or anything like that. I always really want to write things down, but I I never quite get to that place where I can do that all the time. But I often will say it in my head or I'll say it to myself when I'm in the middle of whatever I'm doing. And I actually acknowledge in that moment, like, oh, I'm really, I'm really happy that I'm able to do that. Or I'm really glad that I'm able to do that. I'm really grateful for whatever this is. And I'm One of the things that I love about myself is that I've actually been able to get to a place where I do that more regularly, where I can actually stop and pause in the moment and say, huh, this is cool. Or I'm really happy that I can do this. Or I'm really proud of myself in this moment that I've been able to do that. The other thing that I love about myself is the level of self-awareness that I have. When I say the level of self-awareness that I have, I mean, when I'm in certain situations, I can really think about why I'm being triggered by maybe something that somebody is saying, or what can I say that's going to help this person to feel better, or what can I do 
that's going to help to enhance this experience for me? Or am I just getting like, where is this anxiety coming from? This is a big one for me because I often get these like little, I'm snapping. I get these little like, boop, like flickers of anxiety inside myself sometimes. And I'm like, okay, what's this about? Where is this coming from? Right. I've developed that self-awareness that I'm like, I can stop myself from getting into a full-blown spiral because I can be like, okay, where is this coming from? Oh, maybe this is coming from that. Okay, you know what? Maybe you need to give yourself a little bit of compassion right now. Give yourself a little bit of grace. That self-awareness has been really helpful for me in being able to create a more peaceful existence. And I actually trust myself. This this is a big, to me, there's a big correlation between self-esteem and trusting yourself and trusting that you know yourself enough, that you're going to support yourself, that you're going to take care of yourself in these situations but if it's like, okay, you know what? I trust that I'm going to give everything I ca- that I have here, everything that I can. I'm also trusting that it's going to be okay if it doesn't go well. So having that trust in yourself has been really, really helpful for me. So again, if we're thinking about ways, quick, easy ways that you can improve, I shouldn't say quick, not quick, but easy ways, small things that you can do over time compounded that's going to help to increase your self-esteem. We're looking at things like speaking kindly to yourself, recognizing what you're good at, being assertive, feeling okay with saying no, making that list. What do you love about yourself? What are you good at? What areas can you challenge yourself a little bit more? And in what areas are you already crushing it? And also trusting yourself and doing things that are going to give you evidence of why you should further continue to trust yourself. I'm also really happy that you trust yourself tuning into this episode every week. (laughs) I try my best to make sure that you are given awesome conversations that are going to inspire you, uplift you, make you feel a little bit more empowered. And in doing that, you know, getting feedback from you that you liked it means a lot to me. It uh, it helps me to continue to show up and know that what I'm what I'm saying lands with you. So thank you so much for always giving me that feedback. And I will catch you next week on another episode where hopefully I do not feel sick anymore. Thanks so much for being here. I hope you're leaving with a full heart, some inspiration, or you're feeling the kick in the butt you felt like you needed. If you really enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with a friend or let me know. Rates, reviews, subscribing, and sharing are all great ways to support the show. And if you want to stay in touch, follow me over on Instagram at the.balance.bliss. Thanks for listening today and stay well.